Hi, I'm Alex listening to Shh, I'm watching a movie where we talk through the entire movie. You listen to the edited feed where who would have thought two distracted people podcasting would lead to a lot of dead air. So this is just the good parts, you know, you listen to it on the car or whatever. If you want to listen to the full movie and use this as a commentary track, check out our other feed. Shh, I'm really watching a movie. Really is the added word. Get it? Okay. You always say good morning. This is our earliest we've ever recorded it. 12.30? Yeah, I think it is. It's so early. (laughs) I mean, I've been up since 6 because I'm jet lagged. I got up an hour ago. Really? Good for you. I I went to bed last night at 9.15 because I'm very jet lagged. Mm. Or Iron Division. Anyway, you listen to Shh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching a movie. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot. I'm Alessandra Vite. I'm Alex Kalanke. Uh, uh, today we're watching an Alex pick. Yeah, Kalenko pick. It's no romance. It's uh, not, actually this is about sex. Yes. It's called It Follows. Uh, it's one of my favorite recent horror movies, and I was trying to get a horror movie on this podcast. <laughs> I know too much about horror movies. Oh, that's good. But also know that you d- can't do them. Yeah, I don't know them. <laughs> I don't like them. I talked about this on Titanic. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I'm full of fear, which has been confirmed by my <laughs> doctor. <laughs> Not even joking. Uh, so I don't need external fear in my life. Yeah, I like horror movies because I'm full of fear, and then a movie about external fear is like a movie about you. Interesting. Oh, you <laughs> see yourself in horror movies? Yeah. <laughs> also, and uh, I'll probably talk about this more. Is I feel like people miscategorize horror movies as being a thing to be afraid with or from whereas i think of it more as like like an experiential like art thing of like you are like think of the shining of like you are following through a bunch of unsettling images that add up to a maybe a very small plot yeah which i think that's more of a horror movie i i think horror has a lot in common with comedy yes where i can never speak to a proper criticism of a horror film because I don't live in that genre, so I don't mm-hmm. know. So, like, and horror gets disrespected in the same way that comedy gets disrespected Definitely. by like award shows and all that shit. Um, like, something like The Shining mm-hmm. is like the best movie in the world. So, it, it, uh, people don't even like my bias, I don't even qualify it as a horror movie. Yeah. It's a, I guess, psychological thriller. I, I, that's I how think, I think that's like a subgenre of horror. Uh, that's how people get nominated yeah. Yeah, when yeah. they call it a, a psychological thriller yeah, as opposed to a horror movie. And I feel like that's like, uh, like the shine. And, and, and I think the shine's a good example. And like you look at the shining, is as much a psychological thriller as like. It's scary um, too. The, like, like like the parallax view or something. I don't know that. Oh, uh, it's like a seventies movie. Okay. But it, it's like uh, I think all of it is like what you what the what you the director bring to it. And uh, yeah, and also I want to do this movie because uh, I do. If, if we were going through our original premise of important movies to watch, right? Yeah, yeah. I do think this is an important movie to watch because I ho- horror kind of goes or mainstream horror goes through like ages of like different things are very popular. Okay. And I think this movie was one of the. And there's always like one or two movies that kind of kick off the next age. And this did. I, this movie definitely did. So oh. right now we're in the age of like kind of like it's called like post horror or art horror. Like hereditary. Yeah, like hereditary. Okay. I think I think hereditary is going to kick off something slightly different from that one. I mm-hmm. think I think it was a really really big movie that did that would use this form and use it differently, which is a little. But maybe I just really like that movie. But uh, so before this, the kind of like dominant form of mainstream horror 
was like a found footage one after oh Blair uh, Witch. Uh, Blair Witch would be the original. Was one. the one that kicked it off? No, no, because uh, it was Paranormal Activity. Oh. So there was a little bit of found footage when Blair Witch came out, but it wasn't a lot. But then when Paranormal Paranormal Activity came out in like 2009, 2010, sure. uh, then it was every fucking movie, every fucking horror movie that came out, like mainstream, yeah. otherwise had some sort of found footage element into it. That's so funny. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the uh, comedy is the same way. Yes. Yeah. Because you have like the Apatow years, you have like. I don't know, like American Pie changed things. Yeah, you before th- between that you had the Will Ferrell stuff. The Will, like yeah. Where everything was like an anchorman looking thing. Which is Apatow. Which is Apatow, yes. But uh, I, th- I think I think of uh, like uh, knocked uh, up, knocked a uh, forty-year-old version knocked up, or yeah. the things that kicked out. Uh, um, yeah, and then you have like um, I don't know, fucking National Lampoons. Like mm. that's interesting. Yeah, and, and they both deal with timing because if a if a, a horror doesn't have the right amount of tension, then you're watching nothing. It's boring. Yeah. And Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll probably talk more about that kind of stuff. Uh, do you know anything about this movie? I know that Jocelyn Getty and John Blair really liked it, and they talked about it a lot when I first started in the Skechersons, or no, maybe not first started, but yeah. within the year, and they would do very funny things. like it. It's like the movie It Follows, but blah, blah, blah. I don't know. They would make metaphor jokes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, That's all I know from it. Um, I also know that I was calling it They Follows because I really thought that was what its name was. <laughs> Yo, They Follows. Though. <laughs> um. Yeah, just like a tr- just like very regional slang <laughs> is in this major movie. Yeah, I want to... I don't know. Um, well, good. It's going to be scary, I guess. Uh, I One of the reasons I think this movie is I don't think it's very scary. I think it follows more like... Um, uh, uh, how do I put this? Like more like a like a, like a Goonies almost. Okay. Like, like a Super Eight. <laughs> yeah, like Super Eight. Yeah, I think th- I think that. Oh, I'll that never forget going to see Super Eight in the theaters, thinking it was a true horror movie, and there was children sitting around me, and I was like, "These kids are going to be terrified." I think I think it's more like uh, yeah, like in, in Super Eight, it's like for children. I think this is like more like what Super Eight would be for like sixteen to eighteen. Okay. Uh, it deals a lot with sex. I think a lot of people miscategorize this movie about being about STDs. Is it about uh, this? Is the one where like you have sex with someone and then it yeah. bothers you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So uh, I think people say it's about STDs, which doesn't seem to track to me. Because you think of like, what are you afraid of with STDs? You're afraid of like your body changing. So in the '80s, there's a so you know the different ages oh, of horror. In the '80s, there was a big age of body horror, and that was all tied to like the AIDS epidemic. Oh, that's and so, so sad. And so a lot of it was like people getting infected with stuff. I like think like the fly or think of like. Right. Uh, Outbreak. But that was out, in 94. Uh, that, was, that was a little later. And that was literally AIDS, I believe. It was like yeah, a monkey yeah, yeah. infecting people. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, but a lot of it's like you see like flesh bubbling and shit. Uh, whereas it doesn't have any of this. I think this is more the fear of uh, we live in a more and more isolated world. And now, but you're still horny when you're a teen. And so now getting closer to someone to have sex is like you're worried they're going to hurt you. Okay, uh, let me watch it. I want to yeah. decide. I want to decide if that's true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, that, that's my reading. I feel like STDs feel so simple. I mean, that's and, and the that's the. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's part of it. I was gonna. And, say, I'm and sure that's also part of the fear of, of having sex. But I think I think it's much bigger than that. I think that that's one aspect of a much bigger. I thing I I mean, sex. There's a lot of fears with sex. Yeah. Uh, and STIs, for most people, fall to the lower end. I think. Yeah, I think we're too careless about it. Um, I think it's we have better protections now. We do ish, but the like AIDS is back w- with uh, certain communities in San Francisco. Yeah, because people aren't protecting themselves anymore. Yeah, 
Anyway, you want to do this? Yeah, let's watch it. Okay. All right. oh, I will be intermittently singing thank you next throughout this podcast because it's been in my head. I mean, this is going to be released non- like two stop. months after. I think that mo- that song will survive that long. <laughs> <laughs> the video just came out and it's very, very good. Uh, and it's also like every movie that we've watched on this podcast is featured in the Ariana Grande thank you next video. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's just a, it. it's an ode to, to romantic comedies of the of the aughts. Oh, God, yeah. There's like Legally Blonde. <laughs> so yeah, all, all the things you've made me watch. 30. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen these, but... We've seen them. <laughs> we've seen them. Or eventually. Northern Lights films. Uh, is this American movie? It's American. It's a very low... Not... It's very low budget, and one of the things uh, to look for with it is they filmed it um, in the Rust Belt. So uh, there's a lot of abandoned buildings. Is the Rust Belt Detroit? Yeah, like Detroit and like surrounding cities. I can't remember the exact city it was. That's I don't like think it was Detroit proper. but uh, It's like Don't Breathe. Actually, that is another genre of movies, like of uh, horror movies, things that are dealing with the financial crisis in the States. Yeah. Because Detroit is featured a lot in horror movies, actually. Yeah, because it's unsettling. Yeah, I went to Detroit, too. We went to Turco, went to Windsor, and then we went to Detroit for lunch. Oh, yeah. And it was just empty. Yeah. This is very unsettling, a girl wearing, like, pajamas? Yeah. And, like, heels? Yep. So, again, like, it's about, like, kind of teen sex. So, just her running. Uh, Also, the... uh, I like the lighting. Yeah, they must have filmed this. What the the twilight hour? Or whatever? Uh, magic hour. Magic hour. Also, the music is done by this great uh, electronic artist. It sounds very social networky. Uh, yeah, he, he, this is inspired uh, by. Uh, no, he he's he was like the social network kind of took his solo electronic really? stuff. Really, but and Trent Reznor stole. No, no I, it's. You go through different ages, you know, like pe- like people are always influencing each other. I'm not going to lie to you. Already, I am more into this movie than most movies that we've covered so far. Like, I'm disappointed that I have to talk through it. Uh, it, it, it goes through a social This opening is great. The opening is really cool. And yeah. um, I, the magic hour is real. It was so beautiful, but also very scary. Yeah. This is is that a person sitting? Yeah. Oh, I wish I saw this on the big screen. Uh, uh, you, d- you don't really need to. In fact, I think it works better on the smaller screen, honestly. Yeah. Oh, like just her as this it's little dot on it's the beach. Such a cool shot. Yeah. So this movie's got clearly no budget. Well, not no budget. I don't very know, a, man. a very low budget, but they use that money. They use every dollar on you see on the frame. And cinematography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the fact that you can see the spot of sky behind her. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Like it, like this movie's a like so. Before this. There was a bunch of art horror movies that were kind of popping up, namely A24. Was the A24, yeah, yeah, A24, yeah. and then Bloomhouse was starting to get a little more artistic with what they were doing. Before that, there were kind of like mostly haunted house movies. <gasps> Ew. Why is her leg bent? Like, no. Um, that's so disgusting. Yeah, so that's like the opening vignette of the movie. So most horror movies have this opening vignette because the structure of a horror movie is very slow for about an hour. Yeah, because it wants to, to build within you. So yeah, the yeah. modern horror movie puts a vignette on the front of like this well, is what the monster will that's do. This scream. Is what's that's because of Scream. That's because even before Scream, that's like Halloween. That's like um, all those movies. Like it's is like from the seventies. It just hasn't. We haven't kind of lost it. I think. Uh, uh, and, and it's a really 
bold choice to not have it and try and make your movie unsettling off the front uh, of like just people in uh, people like in the world and it's like unsettling. My God, so it's like <laughs> like this girl's not the same girl. Yeah, it's a different girl. Oh, she looks a lot alike. Um, yeah, uh, I mean that's the point. I, that's kind of on purpose of like a blonde middle American looking girl is. Yeah, that's such a bold choice. A blonde girl who's pretty in a film. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so... Uh, uh, what's the time? Yeah, the, the, the middle American looking girl doesn't look like this. The middle American looking girl is like a size 12, 14. Yeah. And she's poorer. Yeah, they, 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 they say that she's poor. Like it's... Kind of like like the part of it is all these kids are poor. I guess she does have that. an above ground pool, the yeah. mark of poordom. Yeah. Yeah. What did they, who does she like? Uh, she said she hooked up with this guy that, or is going to eat this guy tonight. Sorry. She likes him. Who likes it? Wait, she's gonna hook up with yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. And Wait, then, the friend, not the girl we're currently watching. The girl we're currently watching. Oh, she's gonna hook up with a guy. Yeah, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, cool, I like him." Like, oh, nice. Like, that's nice when friends support who you date. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> one of the things I really like this movie is that it feels very modern. It doesn't feel like uh, uh, adults trying to write for kids. No, it feels <laughs> it, it feels like another. It feels like L.A. It feel, no, it feels like um, fucking like kids. Like what's his name? Har- Corm- Harmony. Harmony Corinne. Harmony Corinne. <laughs> it it does. It's not like that, but it has. Yeah. That roughness to it. Yeah. And it's colored like David Fincher. Yes. That's cool. This guy's... A s- who's the guy? Who's the director? Uh, I can't remember. Robert Mitchum or something? Or yeah, I think so. Robert something. Well, Robert Mitchum is an old-time actor. Hold on. Um. So, one of the things that's like... So, like one of the things it does that I find both weird and interesting is, look, that's her phone. Oh, is this the future? So it's the future, but they're watching a CRTV. They're not watching a flat screen TV, watching an old movie. So it's like a bunch of anachronistic things are together just to kind of make it feel weird. Oh, that's cool, though. Yeah. I want to know what else this dude's directed. Oh, it went to cons. It was two million. It's small. Okay, yeah. but it's not that terrible. No, no. It's like a, a small movie. Like that. That's probably the biggest um, budget of a movie like this till this movie oh his he only he does not have a lot of it's movies a, i think this was like this is his third movie yeah and the and like the his, uh, his first one's like self yeah his first one's a short film his second one is myth of the american sleepover so he likes children sleeping <laughs> <laughs> and then it follows his movie with andrew garfield he's cool though i like his style i like his color choices yeah it's very specific um and then you can see like like he's in the corner she has a little tv uh so part of it is i always feel like this movie feels like they've built in the corpse of something especially it's like this came out 2014 so it's like right after or right 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 as like a lot of these rust belt cities are either on the upswing or fully abandoned so this whole like everything feels like it's in the corpse of a city okay and i just think that that's we have i mean we have uh, the world's been destroyed to such a way. Middle America's been destroyed to such a way that using it as a backdrop is like smart. Yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Now let's talk about this fashion choice. Cute dress. She does not have large chap 
breasts. She doesn't need a bra. Just take the bra off. No bra. Then we don't have to show straps with the dress. I think it, it, I, I mean, when I you, when, when you were a teen, yeah. would you have that confidence? Um, um, yes, I wore no bras often. Oh. And to this day, I enjoy not wearing a bra. It's, I think it cuts a nice shape. <laughs> I mean, they're getting a little bigger than usual, though, mm-hmm. so they have to be held in. But her, I don't know. I guess that is sexual to be braless. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's like going on a date with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone seems very oh. bored the way they talk. It's been, it's been a while since I watched this movie, and now I'm like, oh, we have to talk through this, damn. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to talk through it because I actually want to know what's going on. Um, who's this guy? Do we like him? Uh, you'll see. I don't want to spoil stuff for you, but like, she likes him a lot. He looks like a mixture of Pacey from Dawson's Creek and like a total creep. Yeah, he he does look like the perfect guy for a teen to have a crush on. Oh yeah, yeah. I would like this guy a lot. I mean, but I'd also f- this is gonna make me sound he's a little white trash. Yeah, <laughs> which I know is racist that we shouldn't say anymore, but it just really encapsulates a look of person. <laughs> <laughs> like two million dollars is not that low a budget. If anything, most movies should be made between 2 to $10 million. And then every once in a while, you should have these spectacularly budgeted things. I think, I think uh, speaking of the movies I really like, $40 million should oh, be. Oh, I guess $30 million is yeah. the is the sweet spot. Yeah. That's like the Miramax like yeah. era of like good indies. Not yeah. indies, I guess. Yeah. 40, yeah, 30 to 40. It's the hu- once we're getting into like the two hundred million dollar movies, it's like, ugh. first of all, there's no way those sets are fun to be on. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, probably, it's like working on a bank. Yeah, because I I've done I've only been in two things now, and one was really big budget, and one was mm, still big budget, but um you could tell that like the look was low budget or whatever, so they didn't need as much stuff because it was like kind of looking. Office, it's kind of like office looking. Was it shadows? It was shadows. Yeah, yeah. what we do in the shadows, and um, what a much better experience the second one was. Oh yeah, it was so much more fun. The other one, like it was like a superhero show, and they had to like hide the costumes, and like everyone was really uptight because things were so expensive. Oh yeah, and they had like a crane shot for a really unnecessary. You know what? I don't want talk shit because mm. it was a great experience, and I liked everything about <laughs> it. But, you know, I just think, I don't so, know. So, uh, you missed this, but they're in the movie, they're waiting for the movie to start. He looks over his shoulder to an empty thing. It's like, do you see that? See what? Uh, come with me, come with me. And, like, runs her out. It's like, was there, like, oh ex-girlfriend or something? Oh, my God. Yeah. This is so scary for him. How does he still manage to have sex with her? <laughs> so, the only way he can get... So the Wait, th- does he know? So uh, he'll explain, you know, like we're 20 minutes away from them explaining the rules of this movie to you. Um, so basically, uh, it's a sexually transmitted ghost. <laughs> they, don't say, they don't say those words. Oh, they, that's so funny. But that's what it is. And that Of course, this is why you would write sketches about this. Yeah. And so uh, uh, it's always slowly coming towards you. It could be anyone. It could be an old person or whatever. But you're Oh, only, like that's it? Yeah. So, but you're the only person who can see it. And the only way to get rid of it is to have sex with another person. And then it goes on that person. Oh, my God. This is terrifying. Yeah, the premise is terrifying. But, like, in practice, in action, it's much more concerned with her, her relationship with, like, a a friend who you saw, like, her brother's friend who you saw on the couch earlier. 
How long does it take for it to kill you, though? And if it ever gets you. So at the beginning where she's running, she was running from the invisible thing oh, that you couldn't see. Okay. So it's following. Yeah, it follows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh, so you can see how people are just like, oh, it's about STDs. I feel like all the movies you show me, I'm always like trying to keep play catch up. And all the movies I show you, it's like, oh. they like each other. No, I was playing catch up on Moulin Rouge oh, for, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for maybe two hours. And then it's real. And then the little parts I could grasp, I was like, oh, thank God. I think it's important for people to know that I uh, went to Paris and uh, I really wanted Baz Luhrmann to respond to my Instagram story of just zooming in at the Sacre Coeur over <laughs> and o- or Mamacha over and over and over again singing The Hills Are Alive and he did not he didn't even look at it yeah. but some maybe maybe he hasn't seen it yet like maybe uh, he'll see maybe it he'll see it maybe he doesn't go on Instagram that often that's possible <laughs> I'm not even a follower of his <laughs> I thought that this would have to do more with social media uh, no and it's kind of this weird out of time thing where people have phones but everyone's kind of poor, and <laughs> people talk about not having signal, or and, and and like it's the cars are old, but some of them are new. It's like a weird, like cobbled together world. Right. Um. Please don't have sex with him. Well, <laughs> this is so scary. I mean, it does feel like a metaphor for STIs, but for children. Yeah. Or almost like an abstinence. Yeah, but I think that that abstinence. But I think that feels so reductive to me, especially when you watch the whole movie, because it's more concerned with their relationships with each other, protecting themselves from this always approaching thing. I'm getting my uh, thoughts on this from the movie Twilight. You see, uh, Twilight is a big uh, "don't have sex until you're married" metaphor. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of people probably took that because that was a big fucking mind worm but uh it's insane twilight's insane it's insane that's the, the 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 lessons that it teaches you Ooh, in a car good for yeah. her wait no she's gonna die <laughs> um, they're doing it in a car and so i feel like uh anyway but my, my point is, is also like if you remember being a teen yeah, you get sex education, and I mean, now in Ontario you don't. But <laughs> no, apparently not. Uh, or in the states. Yeah. Or in Catholic school. But uh, uh, you, you you get a lot. Of, we, live, we live in a city. You get a lot of sex education, but I think a lot of people like their bigger fears more than like STIs or getting pregnant, which are obviously big fears. Are like, oh, I'm going to have sex with this person, and are they going to be weird to me now? Uh, is my f- am I going to lose friends? Am I going Man, to that's the story of my life, is yeah, <laughs> having exactly. sex with guys, and then they're just kind of like... I think that's also like something that doesn't really go away. I've had to severally, severally, several times I've had to go up to guys that, like, it was an understood casual thing and be like, we're fine. Stop avoiding me. It's annoying. Yeah, I think that's, like, more the instruction. It's more the fear that i feel a lot of people have or the unsettlingness and uncomfortableness of of sex this is literally my one huge gripe with dating Mm. is that how is it that i can have sex with someone and be close with them before Mm. and then after we have sex the guy avoids me yeah as adults why is that a thing i don't know man i I never do that i don't do that i force the person to not do that to me but i I can tell that they want to do it and i don't know if it's because i choose to sleep with specifically awkward men but (laughs) It's uh, it's truly my number one like.
like what the fuck situation mm. is it because you feel uncomfortable because my thing is like yeah. it makes me feel like they're repulsed by me and then i get upset yeah but i think i think it's it's 100 because they feel uncomfortable so i just date a lot of avoidant men i think most people feel uncomfortable because you are alone 90 percent of the time in today's society think about it what's your day today look like no i'm with you and then i'm gonna go teach today yeah, and so I went to yoga with a bunch of we're people. We're different. Most people <laughs> aren't. Well, people go to work. What? Why? Because he thinks that she's going to have it and that it's better this way? Uh, he's trying to kill yeah, her right it, now. It'll explain it. He's not trying to kill her. What's he trying to do? Just knock her out. Why? Uh, you'll see. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> and, and also, I feel like part of my thesis of like it's more about all of the fears and something of sex is the whole time she's playing with that. She was telling a story of like what she thinks her future is going to be like. And she never imagined losing her virginity like this kind of thing. Oh, uh, okay. And so it's well. like, it's like, like the, this is all more like it, it, it doesn't play on STIs beyond the fact that it's is actually he trying to get the thing to kill her immediately so that it'll go away. Does he think that once it kills, it goes away? Cause now she's like tied up to a chair. He explained it. It's mostly just him trying to explain the rules to her so that she'll listen. Oh, so did someone do this to him? Uh, someone have sex with him to get the ghost to and, and then sit him down and explain the rules? Yeah. Why? Because, uh, I don't it's know. It's a movie. It's a movie. Her bra and panties are cool. I like this look. They're nice pink. But anyways, this is very unsettling and scary. Yeah. I, I, I wish I didn't know anything that was going on. Because if I didn't, this part would be very scary. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying not to. No, tell it you. wasn't you. <laughs> it was me. I knew that it was once you have sex, this thing. Oh yeah, 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 I knew that. Well, it was the first time I saw so it. That was from 2014. I mean, yeah, the first time I saw it, I didn't know, and I was like, "This movie is insane." Uh, yeah, it would be very scary. Oh, and like and I'd think, be think so of all confused. The, all the dots that up to there, like the first opening vignette, her going on this long date, him being like, "Do you see that? Do you see that?" He's like clearly a weird guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, it's going to be her and him. And then he explains these insane rules. And you're like, what is this movie? Okay. <laughs> right? It's great. So it's only bothering the youth of America because unless they're having sex with 40-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone made a pitch for an It Follows TV show that where at some point a pedophile gets it. God. This would be the thing, yeah. This would be like the Dexter version of this movie is like yeah. you just have sex with pedophiles, but then the children would still have to have sex with them. Yeah. This is very scary. Right? Yeah. I feel really unsettled. Uh, but it's not like... She's a good actor. Yeah. But I, 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 what I like about it is that it's very scary and that it's not over the top. It seems... No, it's not over the top. It's internal fear. Yeah. If I if I didn't come to this with any sort of like fear that I already had, I, I wouldn't be scared right now. Which is good. Yeah. No, it's good. That's what the Blair Witch did actually. Yeah. Nothing really happened in Blair Witch. You just brought stuff to it. Mm-hmm. What's he doing now? Is he gonna kill her? No, wait. Then <laughs> we wouldn't have the movie. I'll stop asking questions. <laughs> I just really want to know. See that? That's it. It could be anybody. What is that? Is that the girl at the beginning of the movie? Just a person. It's a nude woman. A naked woman. I mean, God forbid women have to be not wear clothing in movies. I I always think of it as like, it's just trying to add more. Like, it could be anyone down there. 
could this movie get into like the legal aspects of thing and she sues him for this? <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be a much different. Oh, if it kills her, it'll come after him. Yeah. Oh, so it'll come after you regardless. Yeah, yeah. It's always following. Oh, so you always have it, even if you give it to someone. Yeah. yeah. You technically always have it. Yeah. But now it's follow- now he's got another person between him. Oh my god. It is an STI. That's I think that's more of like I felt close to someone so I don't feel lonely oh, now I've given you so this dread. That's where the that's where the stakes come in cuz I was like, well just go fuck someone, but I, which I know is like an evil thing to do. But well, that's kind of what the plot of the movie is. But the stakes is regardless. Oh my god. Who came up with this idea? Oh my god, it's so scary. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and the music's great too. Yeah, the music's good. It's kind of like stupid though. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess movie. all horror movies are. Horror movies. So, yeah, that's another thing I find is new horror movie will come out, people will be hyped on it, your friends go see it, and they all come back going, "It's stupid." I'm like, "Yeah." Well, just like comedy, yeah. horror doesn't last over time. Like it doesn't there are very few horror movies yes. hold up. Like, The Shining holds up. Yeah, Shining holds up. I think this movie holds up. I think the first Saw, I think, surprisingly holds up. Oh, I've never seen Saw's. The first Saw, I think, it holds up surprisingly because it's not really about the Oh, traps. yeah, Saw was a horror yeah. genre. So, if you, if you want to go backwards through the uh, different ages of horror. So, right now we're in the post-horror one. Uh, before that was the found footage. Before that was probably torture porn. Yeah, like gore porn or whatnot. So that that was kind of started from Saw, and that was a really long one. That, that one seemed to never fucking end. Because that was Saw. That was Hostel. Yeah, that Saw, Hostel, Cabin Fever, fucking... Oh, I like Cabin... The Cabin in the Woods? Cabin, no, Cabin in the Woods is different. Oh, okay. But that's not really horror. That's not really horror. That's like a deconstruction. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cabin Fever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cabin Fever. I'm trying to think of Chernobyl was another one that was like that. Um... And then before that was the oh, Japanese. Um, I think horror. we're missing Human Centipede. Oh yeah, Human Centipede. That was a big one. That's and that's like part of that torture porn kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Um, right, right, yeah. And then Japanese, of course. Yeah, yeah the, the ring. ring, the ring, the grudge. Oh, do you wa- and then what? Water. What does Annabelle? What is that world? Uh, in between, there was kind of like a very flat. Yeah, just drives away with her in her underwear. What a true nightmare. Yeah. This um, is so freaking scary that was and then th- so the annabelle and all that was kind of like a reaction to the to the torture porn of trying to make it like a more mystical wholesome. horror movie again. which is like the others yeah which, yeah. Was, which was before the torture porn. Uh, others was like a remake that's cool i like the others the the fr- that's that's why like, it was a remake the original is very good the original is like um, i think one of those horror movies that stand up uh, okay. so i thought the remake was kind of unnecessary uh, okay except yeah. it was just a time in Nicole Kidman's life. Yeah. Where she was doing good shit. Which she is now. What am I saying? She's having a total renaissance. For like four years. You know what? Nicole Kidman's never had a problem. Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> you going the full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I get really mad at myself. It's like that joke in Popstar where they keep having circular conversations being like. Yeah. I just saw Popstar the other day. It's like. Um. We didn't sell it out. It's an 18,000-seat theater. No one can sell it out. <laughs> uh, he goes, well, blah, 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 did. He's like, yeah, but that's blah, blah, blah. And then and then he's like, but listen, you should have been selling this out. It's an 18,000-seat theater. No one <laughs> sells it. 
So how do you explain this to the cops? That's good. The whole scene we just kind of talked through. I'm just her being like, I don't know how to explain this. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Like, what do you say? Like, this yeah. guy had, well. And then they're checking you out being like, okay, is there some actual thing? And obviously, no. They're, no, they're because you can't. <laughs> listen, doctors only know so much. Uh, supernatural, it's a thing. You could be possessed, maybe. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't believe in that. But I do believe there's a lot of stuff that our bodies go through that is hard for doctors to find. Because mm-hmm. it's energy. Okay. Uh, you want me to get into homeopathy? Because I'll get into it, and then we'll just no. lose a lot. <laughs> a lot of viewers. <laughs> no, listeners? Listeners. This is. Oh, I'm sorry. So if, if this person's sleeping. Don't you think it's? Shouldn't it just be in a room right now? This movie's so pretty. It is very pretty, but also disgusting. Yeah, that's supposed to be. It's it's so hard to make things look disgusting and frame them right. Yeah. Oh, like he was a full rando guy that was tricking yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sucks so much. Yeah. It wasn't even like someone she went to school with. Yeah, it even has this like bigger rape allegory through it. Like I think it, it, again, I think that just saying it's about STIs or STDs is so reductive. Is she looking like, to see if she has an STI right yeah. now? I think it's so reductive. It's like it's about rape. It's about like the uncomfortableness you feel after the first time you have sex. It's about mm. like the whole spectrum of teen sex that's never really talked about because yeah. it's very gross and uncomfortable. Yeah, because I never had sex as a teen. I had sex when I was like 20, 21. I mean, even at, I mean, I should feel like when you were 21, you were like, thank fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, it gave me power. That's why I'm so horny all the time. As soon as I did it, I was like, good. Now here's a list of all the people I've ever wanted to have sex with. And I just went and had sex with all of them. Even. OK, well, how about like if you when you were a teen, like you crushed on a guy and like maybe like made out a bit or something. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. And then did you feel weird after? No, I really, really have very lucky. I really have had quite positive experiences in this world. I felt only weird seeing the person after the fact when they don't display to me mm. what I want them to display. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then maybe this movie might not click the way that Unless I I'm not remembering properly. I remember the first person I ever made out with. Um, first person I made out with was at a party in like grade nine. Mm. And I think I was just embarrassed because everyone saw me make out with him, but I wasn't embarrassed that I made out. That's kind of part of this. Like, it follows, like, it's a third person coming at you. Yeah. Like, people were, like, going nuts over the fact that I made out with this guy. And, like, everyone's like, are you going to date him now? And I was like, he goes to our school? I had no idea. He was just a random person. I didn't know he (laughs) went to our school. (laughs) But fun fact, I dated him when I was 23. I redated him. And then he ghosted me. Look, she's in, she's in class and looks across the quad. But why wasn't it following her before, like when she slept at home forever? It was. It was just far away. Oh. It's walking. It's always walking. Oh, my God. Right? I can't believe that she's able to, like, go. Oh, no, it has clothes. Hey, is it different? Yeah, it changes person. Oh, it changes. So you're never sure who it is. Mm, she should have sex with that guy. He was cute. Yeah, they established him earlier. She's like, oh no, it's got to be coming for me. I like this woman reading a nice story. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not listening to the story. Her voice is just nice. I remember once in class, so this, we're just watching her run away during uh, mm. class. Um, this girl gets a phone call in the middle of class, in music class. Mm. And she, the teacher's already pissed that her phone is ringing at all. Mm. And then she looks at him and she goes, I have to take this. And then just leaves. <laughs> and our teacher was Mr. Locke. He was like, he's young. He was like 29. He was just like, what the f- <laughs> Okay, whatever. Kids are so rude. Is but I mean, she has a legit reason to run away. Yeah. This is going to be the least listenable podcast. We're both just enjoying this movie. I know. Whenever the movie's too... This Good. way... I'm sorry. No, I, I, no. I was so excited to this movie, and then I was like, I just want to watch this movie. Well, because like it's all about like silences. Yeah, I know. But that's okay. I it's think fine. that's I'll okay. I'll We've said down. this before. I'll let it down. We've said boy. this before that it's not good, and then it's, it turns out fine. What that's was true. the movie? Like, Moulin Rouge, I'm sure the first 20 minutes or half an hour is us being like... I can't talk. It's too much stimulation. There's a lot of that. <laughs> I found it exhausting to talk at the same time as Moulin Rouge. Yeah, it was really hard. It was exhausting. <laughs> um, uh, man, it's just pretty. Uh, so what is she supposed to do? Thank God she drives. I'd be fucked. <laughs> yeah. I'd constantly be biking. <laughs> Calling so many Ubers. Yeah. Can you just take me over here? <laughs> Call my dad. Can you drive me around? I can't tell you why. It's a ghost. Can't believe she can eat. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first thing. No yeah. eating, oh no yeah. sleeping. I can't yeah. believe she slept. Yeah, when I stress, no eating, no eating. I can. I'll tire myself out and just fall asleep for fourteen hours when I'm stressed out. Well, like I was really scared on the plane. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a new thing that I have to deal with. Fuck. But anyways, you're talking about it. All uh, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I thought maybe I would be, and I was very scared, like crying. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really annoying. But I, th- at one point, my body couldn't produce the scared adrenaline anymore, and that's when I finally lightly slept. And then we started to land, and then I got, and then I got a new burst of energy up <laughs> here. Yeah. I, the first time I saw this movie, that guy shows up. I can't remember his name. That guy shows up uh, uh, early in the movie, like for like one second. I'm like, man, what a ma- what a like actual major like teen actor to just shove in the background. This guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a major teen actor? He's in a bunch of shit. I don't know him. Show him again. You need to see him to recognize him. And I know a lot of teen actors. Uh, Sexy teen genre. This guy. I don't know that He plays a nerd in like half the things. He was in, like I want to say Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, okay. Oh, he's in Paper Town too. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know these movies. Like I know these movies, but I didn't see them. They're the wrong kind of genre. Also, like, remember when Cara Delevingne was supposed to be a big actor? What happened there? Oh, I don't know why I don't remember his name. It's Keir Gilchrist? Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's been in. My God. Oh, he's British. Oh, he went to Vaughn Road Academy? I so don't he's. Know those, those that's Toronto. So oh. he was born in London, but he was. Oh, he's Canadian. Oh, okay. Oh, he's the kid in, in, in the United States of Tara. I've seen that. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, good for him. Yeah, Vaughn Road is where all the actor kids went. Like, Nev Campbell's brother went oh. there. Uh, I think Drake went there, too. Because you can, you can act and then go. You can drop in classes, basically. Uh, let's see. One thing you'll notice is that you rarely see 
adults in this movie? Yeah, like Charlie Brown. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw the mother, the the two mothers talking earlier, and you said the cops and the doctor, and whatever. But most of the parents are like, parents and adults are just kind of way background too. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you what I think it feels like this movie? What? Because it's purely based on what I'm going through right now. Anxiety. Yeah. You can't tell anyone what it feels like you can't explain it Mm. everyone kind of could understand it but not really like yeah and it's different for every person that's mean yeah the language of this is more about anxiety or like embarrassment or shame than it is about like i don't know like your body like your body or something or the mistakes you've made yeah i mean (laughs) fuck that sex shamey shit yeah but stis would be like that would suck to get an STI of any magnitude, even if it can go away, because it is that thing that you live with and you're kind of like and then you have to tell every person that you, you come into contact with from there on. And there's a huge chance that you won't be able to have sex. Mm-hmm. That would be so stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here's what's happening is the main thrust of this movie is that these two start kind of in love yeah that sucks and he knows what she is she knows what she's got oh that's very aids kind of yeah so i think that's also i think that's one of the like i'm not saying stis is definitely obviously a part of this but i think to me it feels more about the personal aspects of it and not the like how old are they uh, i believe 16 or 17 like they don't have to have sex I believe the yeah, or seventeen, eighteen. I think, I think she's like just. I think she's this in grade is some twelve. Solid storytelling because there's stakes all over the place. Yeah, it's a very good movie. <laughs> and you know, do you, this is one of the movies I feel like a lot of people didn't uh, didn't come out saying it's dumb, but a lot of people came out saying, "Well, it didn't scare me." I, I hate that aspect of horror movies. Like, well, it didn't scare me. Like, way to go, bro. <laughs> I mean. The moving pictures that couldn't hurt you didn't scare you. <laughs> I mean, a good horror movie doesn't necessarily have to be scary, scary. No. I think uh, another one is I feel like people will get caught in the logic of it, where this this movie starts to get like little logicy holes in it. There's but already, I feel like. Yeah, but like that's if when you start like the horror movies have more like a dreamlike logic. Because I'll tell you what my logic hole is right now. Well, we saw a girl get killed in the beginning. Yeah. Then. Then she's going after. So she, so. Uh, but what if this dude has sex with a bunch of girls? That's what he. That's what he said. He's doing. But. Yeah, some logical holes. Oh, hold on, I'm confused. No, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're 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 right. There's no real answer. Because then that that's means not, that it's not the point. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel because now I see it as a web in my head. I feel like if I wrote this movie, I'd have to draw that out. Yeah, I I think. I think oh the one thing I like about a horror movie is it's not really concerned with the logic of the reality. Same with comedy. Same with comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not really concerned with the logic of reality. It's just it has internal rules that it follows. You do character sacrifices for jokes, and you do plot sacrifices for horror. Yeah. Um. Um. That guy who slept with her, like, was a stranger. Like, he didn't even go to the school. Yeah, he's kind of met her. And she lost her virginity to him. I think it was her virginity. Maybe I they, no, wrong. she said that she lost her virginity. Yeah, she? I think so. That's intense. 
I don't know what that's like. I feel like a lot of them I oh, know wait, lost, their, lost their virginities to strange. Yeah, a lot of them I know lost virginities to total strangers. I don't even remember his name. Yeah, of course. I think it's Scott. <laughs> yeah, but like, he didn't take me to a far off place. I was on an all inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine being like, okay, today, actor, you're going to be half naked and pissing while slowly walking towards somebody. Money. Probably some great money. Got tit out. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. You get money if your boob is out for sure. I mean, it does help that they walk quite slowly. They're, it's like a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Even slower than a zombie. But also, like, be, yeah, you would be frozen with fear. Yeah, one of the things I like, especially when this movie came out, a lot of horror movies were kind of about, like, intense, quick things. Well, this was the thing. Like, all of a sudden, the zombie movie changed. Being yeah. Like, they can run now. So yeah. fuck you. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Motherfucking Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story. Yeah. This is what pisses me off. I mean, there's a lot to be pissed off about American Horror Story. But you know how they say they set up rules and then they just have to follow the rules? Yeah. He'll set up rules and then be like, fuck it. I don't want to follow these rules anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the first season is the only one that I watched from beginning to end. Because yeah. all of them get way too ridiculous. But it's like anything can happen in a Ryan Murphy world and and then you cease to care because people die they come back to life that's a ghost now he's regular like it's <laughs> makes me so mad yeah as long as he like it needs an internal logic in a horror movie but like the internal logic doesn't necessarily all add up that's fine but he refuses to follow the logic that yeah. he sets out yeah um but that's his thing is like he's got he should be making movies. He should not be making television shows. Yeah. Because his initial kernel of idea is beautiful. And then when it extends over time, it it's the worst shitty crap. Mm. Anyways, I have a lot to say on Ryan Murphy because also I watch all his stuff too. <laughs> What's he done other than American Horror Story? What's the matter with American Horror Story? What he's done other than? He's done Glee. He's done American Crime Story. Oh he's done Eat, Pray, Love. Um, but that's the only movie they let him direct and he has not directed a movie since. And also, American Crime Story, so the O.J. Simpson and the Versace one, his hands are nowhere near the directing or writing of. He just produces. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. maybe he directs one episode. Because I like those ones. Yeah, he doesn't touch the writing of those. He produces, and he probably gives the money, and he probably, like, says yes to casting and stuff like that. But he doesn't touch any of the the quality writing. But those also have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. All these teens are so sexually active. Good for them. Yeah. It's like movie movies posit a world where teens are constantly having sex. Mm. I knew very few people who were having sex in high school. Yeah, I mean similarly. Like I knew deep, like people were having sex. Sex, yeah, but it wasn't huge. But it it was maybe a handful in every grade. Yeah. Uh and then they would date for a while. It wasn't like guys yeah, were Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that was definitely more true. I think also maybe we're just nerds. Yeah, like definitely. I'm not we have a podcast where you yell about movies specifically. <laughs> like no, no, I'm a nerd, and I accept that. Um, but I am siblings with not nerds, and I am like I knew the not nerds of high school, and they still no one was like having crazy sex all the time. Like people were having sex, mm. but with their boyfriend, it wasn't like someone mm. would just have sex. I mean, but that's my genre of people that I was linked to. I guess genre. Yeah, that's true. Click. Um, specific point of view one of the things i want to point out and i kind of brought it up of being like everyone's more di- uh, uh, dislocated and lonely is that with like the mix of like future and past stuff um and kind of filming it in the like, rust belt it kind of points at this world where shoes on my god she ran out of the house 
Still, she should always be ready. Uh, it kind of points to this world where, like, everything is gone the downward trend. Like everything ev- has gone the downward, downward trend, which is true. Like, like I obviously we've yelled about this and they live and starship troopers uh, but everything's kind of like an economic downward trend and they people are just getting more poor people are getting more isolated people are getting uh like more survivory uh in their instincts and i think part of like the effect of that is both uh the, the you, you have I think now we have more of like a core. Like we're different because we're comedians and we have like hubs and social hubs. We really have a community that I'm grateful to have because I enjoy life a little bit more. I don't know if I'd be as happy as I am. But I think uh, when I talk to like a lot of my friends who aren't comedians or aren't. They're isolated. They're they're much more isolated. And I think you go online, you see a lot lot more isolated people. I think the one of the effects of that is that then getting close to someone gets harder or gets more scary or gets... uh, 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 it, it's not as like welcome as I think if you have the like, community systems and I think you'll get close to pretty much anyone but also be scared is I think that that's that's like one of the weird side effects that, that I see like yeah, I see that I in mean, like, friends of mine who aren't comedians who don't have community hubs like we do yeah and like I see it in the, the guys that I date on tinder yeah yeah and I and I and I no disrespect they're all people with beautiful internal worlds i'm sure yes but i find them boring because they don't hook into this other thing that i get access to like i hook into conversations with people all the time that i find interesting and that i find exceptionally funny Mm. that's very lucky Mm -hmm. so i think part of that uh is about those movies about that of just like i don't think anyone has exceptionally interesting conversations and the fear of after having getting close to someone and that's the f- like that's the first time I'm close to someone in like months more? like I, all look at I all want this, sorry look at all these beautiful yeah, shots of uh, industrial Detroit. Kente yeah. okay Detroit yeah. Michigan you know the song when i worked at roots there was something called roots radio where every month a guy would put together a playlist of maybe a billion songs because i barely heard the same ones over and over again and i loved roots radio (laughs) it was really well done Uh, but the two guys from roots Hmm. uh the things that were always on the playlist the two guys that created roots even though they are it's a canadian brand or whatever they're born in detroit and they would just summer in muskoka and that's why they grew to love Canada and so they're from Detroit so there was a song that went Detroit Michigan and it was just like a like a pro Detroit song <laughs> and then that and also Roots Reggae played all the time and it was like Reggae Roots is gonna make you feel good <laughs> Reggae Roots is gonna make you feel alright now <laughs> I loved working at Roots <laughs> sometimes I think my life could have gone differently could have just been a very good sales girl <laughs> I was the number one I won so much stuff for my selling I feel like you were a very good sales I was so good at selling that shit because it was easy to sell because it was made in Canada. Well, the bags and shoes were made in Canada. I, I'm I'm sure they were, but also like that's not a selling point. It is for some people. I know it is, but for me, it's I, I I just hate it. Okay, well, if you want me to sell you a bag from Roots, I can do it. Oh. I can still do it. I can make you get boots from there, no problem. <laughs> They're good quality. They last forever. They have nice arch support. They like never really go out of style. Plus the leather, because it's from Italy, but it's made in Toronto. Like if anything happens to them, the company's right here. So it's like two seconds to get it fixed. And they're like cheaper than designer shoes. <laughs> but they look like nice, casual designer boots. Okay. 
Anyways, if you want to get a pair of boots from Morris. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. So this was, so that the house that um, that the guy. Made up? Made up. Look. This is where he was living. Would I think that you'd be driven to madness by having someone follow you and you would concoct a scheme to sleep with a bunch of women to get it far away from you? Maybe. I just think it's interesting that the guy would do it and that the girl's taking so long to come to that conclusion. The difference between men and women. <laughs> so you can escape. This girl, yeah. You would be a shell of a human being. I don't know how you get anything done. Yeah, that's... She kind of is. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, no, no, no. She is, she is. And that's like another like weird disturbing layer of like uh, her and the guy. Of like he's kind of falling for her, but she's like a shell. But here's the deal. This movie does uh, exist in a world of STIs of getting like the alt of getting friggin HIV. Yeah. Because if you got HIV, mm-hmm. you would wake up. I mean, I'm speaking with zero understanding and I, ju- I just have watched a lot of AIDS documentaries. Yeah. Please don't take my opinions on any of this. But I imagine it's like waking up any morning every morning and you'd forget for a second that you didn't have this life altering disease. And then you'd remember and it would be like someone slowly weighing on your soul. Yeah. And it would be the same with any any disease I have to imagine. Um and that and I'm terrified of getting a, a, a sickness. That would be terrible. Or I hope that when it happens I have enough cognitive dissonance to not hook into it. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh like uh, I think STIs are just kind of terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sucks because it's also like I imagine there are some people out there that maybe have such a fear of it that they would not have sex with anybody. Mm-hmm. Is this what Playboy looks like? They're looking through like sexy magazines. Yeah, that's what Playboy looks like. It's kind of classy. Yeah. Like that lingerie was nice. I mean, she's like touching herself in a weird way. but <laughs> You've seen pornography before. You know that. <laughs> I've seen pornography, but I haven't seen Playboy. Uh. Yeah. So the picture of like his ex girlfriend. Oh, is they're gonna go find her? Oh no, is that the girl that died at the beginning? Yeah. It's hard to tell. The women all look. Yeah, I know that is one of so the much alike. That's one of the things that. Bleh. Um. This is what happens when you become a teacher. Like when I was te- when I teach improv, I realize that people look so yeah. similar. I was and doing so many white coming, names sound so alike. Before you're coming, I doing report cards for the programming thing. Oh yeah. I was teaching, I'm just like. What kid is this? <laughs> oh no, that's bad, <laughs> Alex. Uh, I just like I know what the kids are, but it's like I'm like, oh, uh, there's four kids in this class, and they're all kind of the fucking the same. Yes. I mean, the name's Jonathan, Jeremy. Yeah. That's the same name to me. Colin, Connor, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Look at how good that shot was. Yeah, this is a cool movie. I like it a lot. I wish I saw it in theaters. Because yeah. it's scary, but not so scary that I couldn't handle it. Yeah, that's what I figured. I, I thought it was a good pit for this. I guess I need to... Uh, I don't I don't hang out with anyone who goes see horror movies. I'd have to I date mean, somebody. I mean, you do, but you don't <laughs> take me. Yeah, I'm not going to take you. Yeah, don't anymore. take me. I'll just complain the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other horror movies... Marvies, dear God. More movies. More horror movies that I've seen have been on dates with... They're good. They're good date movies. Because if they're bad, you can have fun. If they're good, then they're good. 
They're fun. Yeah. I had a streak with Greg where we only watched terrible movies together. Every time we'd go see a movie, it was always the worst movie we've ever seen. Oh, yeah? We never saw a good movie together. What'd you see? We saw Swiss Army Man. That movie's amazing. You're so wrong. That movie sucks so much. <laughs> that movie's so good. That movie I feel sucks just you and Greg together. So much. You and Greg together are just fucking poo-pooers. Not at all. I'm positive. He's not a poo-pooer for movies. He likes movies. I mean, he's a poo-pooer for life. Um, they br- It breathes? What's it called? Don't breathe? Don't breathe is not Don't great. breathe. It was dumb. And like, yeah, we kept going to movies that had good reviews. So sorry, man's good. You're What's wrong. What's that movie? The Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight's not great. Is that the one with Denzel Washington? Denzel Washington. Oh, no. Am I thinking of a Quentin Tarantino movie? Quentin Tarantino's Hateful No, Eight. I'm not thinking of Hateful Eight. I'm thinking of the one with Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt. It was a remake of a Western. I don't know why we fucking saw that. None of us were... Oh, neither of us uh, were interested. Magnificent Seven. Oh, Magnificent Seven. What a useless movie. Chris Pratt is not good. There, I said it. It was, it was a kind of pointless remake. A pointless remake. And Denzel's amazing. What a waste of talent angry yeah this is kind of a timeless place because this woman is straight up 80 70s yeah but those side banks they're classic mid 2000s no you're right <laughs> i i it just i mean that is kind of the midwest is a mix of a lot of bullshit yeah you're not wrong hey that looks like the girl that was peeing herself it's wait is that someone else yeah. every woman looks the same in this movie yeah i'm sorry you're falling apart here it's <laughs> so annoying they're all they're all what i would call plain beauties yeah, that's fair. They're beautiful, but they're plain. That was like the definition of every guy that I liked in high school. That would be their girlfriend. I'd be like, she's pretty, I guess. <laughs> but she's quite plain. It's <laughs> 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 <was> so bad. <laughs> uh, one thing I like is that this whole like place is kind of abandoned. Like everything, they're just going from abandoned place to abandoned place. Yeah, Detroit's abandoned. Yeah. Entire buildings are abandoned. I like that this guy's wearing a vest, <laughs> like a jean jacket vest. Detroit, Michigan. The Finds gun's not going to gun. help. Finds a gun. But what's the gun going to help? It's a ghost. Trying to teach you to shoot. Well, the, it, you, you don't know it's a ghost. You just know it's something. I called it a ghost. Uh, it's not. A ghost is maybe the wrong term. A scepter? Is that a thing? Specter. Specter. <laughs> a scepter is a, is a like thing you hold. <laughs> Like You're a like a king. The queen. Yeah. I should know. I watched Ocean's 8 twice on the plane. <laughs> and the theme of the Met Gala is Scepter or something. I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> you watched Ocean's 8 twice? I watched it going and I watched it coming. I haven't watched Ocean's 8 yet. Um, it, it, it lacks style. Whoa, from an Ocean's movie. I know. And that sucks because... Um, the, the that was what's so cool about the Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Essentially, all it needed was a good director. Because that being said, very enjoyable movie, yeah. and there is stylistic elements to it. Like the the fashion is on point, and like Kate Blanchett and fucking Sandra Bullock look, well, they look like porcelain dolls of of plastic surgery nightmare. Yeah. But they look cool, like, and they're they have really good chemistry, and like, and it's funny. And Anne Hathaway is so. I don't believe that. She looks like like um like fucking Sophia Loren. I don't believe that. She's all curvy and like big eyed and big lips. She's beautiful. I love her. You know what? There I said it. I like her now. <laughs> As well how bored these fucking teens are. I'm bored for them. <laughs> um 
No, I, I have teenage years. Mm, just a girl approaching from behind. Uh, being a kid is boring because you can't do anything, yeah. really. You don't really have m- money. That's why rich teens have it made in the shade. If you had money as a teen, the world would be yours. I, I, w- I The movie gets caught up in the logic of, like, the, the ghost thing. Rather than like, it's so hard. Wait, yeah, ra- so the rather than just like heightening this idea of something being following you. I mean, yeah, there has to be story beats. I know, but this the story. I I, w- I mean, uh, this is also a make bad yeah, thing. The story to me is more the teens. I mean, and then even just like think about how ominous an image. A person walking slowly towards you, you don't recognize. <laughs> you feel, feel like, this? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm talking through this now. It's broad daylight. It's literally 12 in the afternoon. This will keep me up tonight. I will oh, yeah? think about this walking home. <laughs> the worst was um, I didn't expect it to scare me. Really? And um, like I thought it would be scary within the theater, but yeah. I didn't think I'd go home and be scared. And after seeing the movie Walking Home, I felt very eerie. But I was like, it, it's a clown. It's not real. <laughs> but what was cool was... Uh, yeah. Oh, my what God. What was cool? The movie theater that it played at, they just had a floating red balloon in the projecting booth. That's funny. It was funny. Because at one point when I get... Throughout, every time I see a movie in theater, I like to look around and see what people are saying. Like, I like to... <laughs> and so I was looking at people, and... Uh, oh, she got shot on the head? Oh, no. It was a car crash. Yeah. Perfect little job. Um... But um, yeah, and then, and then I discovered the balloon, and I got scared. Oh no! I wanted to write the words "I'm sorry, Mia Moore," and it just changed it to "Me a more." <laughs> no one's gonna know what's happening. Um, she broke her arm too. So now she's gonna have a tough time getting out of here. Yeah, I I I just uh I feel like the middle section of this movie isn't as strong as the beginning and end of it yeah i mean that's the thing right yeah. that's pacing yeah i i just i i know they're doing pacing but i feel like for doing a hundred they're doing a uh hour 40 that like i don't know you, you i feel like there's a a upsetting very fast like 75 80 minute movie in here i was just gonna say ain't nothing wrong with an 80 minute movie yeah. Like um, that movie that uh, Eastern Promises is like 80 minutes. It's so, yeah. perfect. Yeah, I know. It's great. It doesn't need a second more. No. It does. It gets in, does what it wants, gets out. But that's like a, a master. I know. It's uh, like, uh, what, uh, like, uh, what, like 15th movie or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. We're talking. Yeah. And I liked it so much more than A History of Violence. Like no Same. comparison for me. Same. I didn't like A History of Violence except for the end. I liked History of Violence. Didn't love history of violence, but Eastern like Promises clearly learned from it. And yeah, Eastern Promises was bomb diggity, and I love that that French dude, Vincent Cassel. Yeah, mm, that's my dream boy. I like how he looks. So she's scared because she's trapped in a hospital at one exit, and her two boys are asleep. Now, which one does she have sex with to give the demon to that uh, guy or the nerd one? I mean, I can tell you, but no, don't tell me. Um, I didn't even know she was gonna have sex. Like I know that like there's like a potential. obviously she's gonna have sex. You look at oh, the rules of the movie. Shh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But I will say this: she must have some magic vagina because nothing would make me want to have sex with that. <laughs> 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 but 
They saw it pull her hair. Yeah, but also like, imagine you—you're you, a virgin teen. Yeah. You're so horny. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know this guy's got the thing. Where he's like, well, I could live with that. But I can't believe that she's in the mood to have sex. If you're at this high anxiety all the time, like you'd be bone dry. But Believe she's like, I can me. get rid of this. She's attracted to just like having some space. What? It's happening right now, the sex? That's left field. Or is she fantasizing about this? No, it's happening right now. Is this the nerd or the cool guy? Cool guy. Everyone looks so similar. But also, what? I could, I could have used some justification. She's just trying to get rid of it. But why would he want to have sex with her? He's horny. Does he not know? Uh, you you kind of miss it that like he's just really horny. But he doesn't know? He knows. He doesn't believe her, though. Oh, my God. He's insane. But she's not going to get rid of it because he's around her. I'm sorry. What is happening? I don't like this part of the movie. I would have liked at least a conversation. I think... Uh, she's yeah, in a hospital, I, Brad. I, I, I do think... like As I said, like, I do think the middle section kind of got some, some rough edges she's in She's in it. a hospital bed. She has a broken arm and a head injury. And she's freaked out. She literally wouldn't be able to have sex. But I guess because you need to have sex to give it away. And then look at fucking this guy's confidence. Actually, it's, I, I think I think more of this middle section is about like the more metaphorical aspect of it and dealing with like definitely what they're thinking about. Wait, this it. is the hot guy? Yeah. He doesn't look hot to me anymore. He's lost his virgin glow. <laughs> And then he's mad at him because he like likes her. Oh, magic vagina. She's okay. She looks with just the other girls. Go crush on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of your teen anger is showing up in this movie. Yeah, I was unfulfilled. <laughs> like I, th- I think like, like yes, I, I think it's got some rough edges, but I think that's a pretty cool. Um, it's a cool wrinkle of like just like like we also kind of talked through it, but the guy's very horny. Like it, it's he's checking out her friends a lot, and like the camera like follows his eyes. Oh, does it? I didn't yeah. realize. And like, maybe I did miss. Like that. he just kind of like like I think. I still would have appreciated one conversation. Uh, I think that shot of, I I think you're probably, I probably I probably like your version better, but I get why they just like had the shot of it cuts to no talking and like horrific electronic music as they thrust yeah is this is a horror movie you but know? also like here's another thing about sex <laughs> isn't it nice for the person to be enjoying themselves while you're having sex and there's no way that that girl would be having enjoy- enjoying herself you're correct okay and that's why it was that why that's why it wasn't like fucking playing t-pain it was playing horrific oh, itchy we electronic to during sex <laughs> i was trying to think of a happy electronic music yeah we enjoy t-pain do I listen to happy electronic music <laughs> while I'm having sex? Probably. Do you? What no. do I listen to? I listen to Miguel for like two years straight. You know what? Miguel Rivas? Yeah, I listen to Miguel Rivas. <laughs> <laughs> Edit it out. Um, no, Miguel. You know the singer? He's great and sexy. He also did a couple things with Miguel. His career got derailed because once he was jumping from one stage to another and kicked a girl in the head and made her brain dead. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Is that not the worst story? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't his fault. Yeah. 
but it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so his career got a little derailed. I'm trying to think what his like famous song is. I mean, he sang the theme song of Coco from the movie Coco. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. But the song that I really like is Do You Like Drugs? Waves. I'm just thinking for Making Love. And there's one that's called Making Love. Making Love. I'm scared oh. again. <laughs> There's a lot of barefoot running in this movie. Listen, w- if you knew that something was following you at all times, I'd wear some sort of UGG boot. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I've slept with my Uggs. They're very comfortable. I don't know why Uggs get such a bad rap. I can't sleep in socks. Whoa. I sleep in these things called reading socks. Sorry, reading socks? Kalenko. Get ready to a world of comfort you never knew. They're thicker socks. She slept in the hood of her car. Get your fucking shoes on, you fuck. Love that bare feet. Oh, this is what you like, right, Alex? Does she have torn tights? (laughs) Yeah, this is kind of there. This is kind of the look. Jesus Christ, Alex. You look a girl who looks like she maybe hasn't eaten in a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) I like like my women like I like my mind. Broken, <laughs> running away from something. Well, you know, I'm not any better. I like him gaunt. <laughs> <laughs> gaunt and anxious seems to be my <laughs> my <laughs> choice picks. I go for my body goal, but I live it out through the, my boyfriends. Look yeah. at your concave stomach. I <laughs> get all excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible disease I have. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> I make these jokes, but the men I did, they have a thickness to them. They're fine. Don't worry, guys. None of them are listening. All of them are listening. They follow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Yo, think she's, she's going to have sex with those guys on the boat? Yeah. Good for her for being, uh, having that ability. To have boat sex? I mean, I think if I were to, like, constantly hit on people i think maybe i'd get like like i'd have maybe a 50 percent success rate i don't think i'd be going batting 100 here i couldn't just walk out and have sex with someone mm, now that i've said it i feel like it's a challenge that i put upon <laughs> myself <laughs> wow that just really speaks to men that she just walked out to a boat and had sex with them yeah yeah now does it have to be p and b to pass it along or is it any sort of sexual contact? I don't think it really matters. I think I think P and V, but P and V. Yeah. So it's a penetration only. I think so. That's its definition of sex because sex has many definitions. It's a very. It's a very heteronormative ghost. It's a very Bill Clinton-y sex ghost. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Bill Clinton's just. Can I just didn't want to pass along the ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. BJ's is fine. Um. <laughs> but you know I'm horny. Me and Hillary passed the ghost <laughs> between the two <laughs> of us. You're making him talk like Barack Obama. <laughs> One day I plan to settle this too. Have you ever seen Bill Clinton talk? He is a, I, he I is did, and so I so charming. Oh my god, it's terrible. I get it. He's a predator. Yeah. No, no, not yeah. Yes. I know. <laughs> yes. I'm not trying he to defend Bill Clinton. I don't like Bill Clinton. $53. He was 53 years old. She was 22. She was an intern. Never has a predator 
existed harder. <laughs> he was the president. And she worked in Washington where that mattered. Anyways, there's a new anything on the Clintons, and I'm going to watch it, and I think I'm going to love it. Oh God. And I hope that Ryan Murphy makes the Clintons. I bet you he will. I bet you he's moments away from making that. Who's Ryan Murphy? Ryan Murphy. We just had a full conversation about him. Like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you hate him. I don't like him. Yeah, he's not great. But, girl, because you're having sex with these people and not explaining the rules, they'll get killed immediately. Yeah. So, so you're, you're... This is him. This is the nerd guy soft pitching. Sex? Yeah. Testosterone is a terrible thing. And uh, being like, I know what to do and then we can work together. No, yeah. he's stupid. I think this is where this this is me. I think is one of the most interesting parts of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a real cuck situation with the ghost. <laughs> Anything that has cuck. That's what we learned from the Moulin Rouge podcast is that Kalenko likes cucking. <laughs> this isn't cucking. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> saying yeah. the word. But cuck situation with the ghost is very funny. What city are they going to? I believe this is Detroit. Oh, they've been in the neighboring yeah suburbs. It's funny because, like, in some places, the suburbs mean the rich parts. But in some places, the suburbs mean the not rich parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a world. Also, like, I love this movie. <laughs> this is amazing in Starship Troopers again. I guess I do movies that I can, like, confidently talk through again. Oh, sure. Like That's this, what I do. This is, these just, Starship Troopers and this are two movies that I just love. Um. Yeah, this is a good movie. I like it. It's not. Uh, it's very social networky. I think. I think that's just like the itchy electronic stuff is really. Yeah, and the color. And the and yeah, and the color palette. It's very. And morose teenagers with expressionless faces. Yeah. Wish Army Hammer was in this movie. There's two of them. Mm. Army Hammer is great. We should talk about him more. He's so hot. I <laughs> I don't know how good Army Hammer is, but he is attractive also okay army hammer he's is good. the heir to the heir arm and hammer fortune no he's not yes he is and, and that's why his name is army hammer yes that 100 percent is <gasps> hold on <laughs> <laughs> look, are you fucking kidding i'm me? not kidding at all oh my god also he's ridiculous on twitter because he's so rich and anytime anyone makes fun of him to be like the only reason you're an actor is because you're so rich that you could like try to be an actor for fucking years he'll like fucking eviscerate them it'll just like tweet at them like terrible insults like he's like a petulant child on oh my Twitter. god oh my god <laughs> he's the heir to the because his name is armand yeah <laughs> this changed my life for some reason yeah he's a sh- like you're like he's so exactly like no he's a kind of a dork he's kind of a rich dork no 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 you cannot be saying this and have watched call me by your name i have he is a bronze sculpture in that movie <laughs> Like, he's a rich dork, but, it, like, in personality, but not in looks. He's a tall, fit, blonde hair, blue-eyed. He's the Aryan race. Like, he's, like, no one's saying no to that, those looks. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not supporting the Aryan race. <laughs> I'm just saying social, it's a socially acceptable look. Yeah. He looks like what the beast would look like when his fur comes off at the end of the movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's actually very correct. Yeah, because he has like um, he has beast teeth. He has. There are some actors that, like I feel like Jennifer Lawrence also looks like an animal, but I haven't figured out which animal yet. Like maybe a rabbit. Or like a fox, because she has a broad nose in an animal way. Badger. She does look like a badger. <laughs> That's the one. This movie, this podcast has been full of revelations for me. <laughs> Arm and Hammer, Army Hammer. Uh, Fucking hell. Oh, he's a cabillionaire. So they set up all these like electronics on the edge of the pool, and she's swimming in it. He's going to try and zap the monster. But she's going to be electrocuted. Uh, They have a plan to get her out. She's What's using her skill of swimming. I mean, or she could just take one for the team and sacrifice herself. Uh, I mean... Oh, that's very save the cat that she's swimming and then yeah, this is yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Good for the writer. You know, that's how you... That's, you know, do you need an ending? Go to go to the beginning. That is, I do that all the time. But I do believe that they came up with the ending, and then they probably put it in the beginning, right? Uh, this case, yes, probably. Yeah. They're like, listen, we're gonna kill it via water. Well, you'll see. Oh, they're so smart. They just covered it with a blanket. Now it's in the water. Yeah. Get out. Get out of the water. Swim faster. Swim faster, you stupid idiot. <laughs> This is fun watching a horror movie. <laughs> 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 oh, <no. laughs> it just pulled her under. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah, so there she's gonna drown. That's the flaw in the plan. Yeah. That it got her. Why wasn't she peripherally, you know, at it the entire time? Like why was she on the in the in the center of the pool? Didn't know what direction she was gonna come from. But just you just needed to get it into the water. Who cares? That's true. Turn on the electricity. You don't need two people to comfort her. Oh my god! I think they killed it because the. Well, you didn't. You've seen it get shot and get up before. Are they actually gonna have sex right now? Yeah. Why? In case it comes back, then they can see it. And he wants that? They want to have sex with her. This doesn't make any sense to me. That doesn't make sense to you. You, you horny Vitae. This is. I sense. have not. If someone said to me, I have an STI, I'd say, you know what, buddy? Wrap it up. Au revoir. If, you, if they use a condom, does this still work? I wonder. No. Wrap it up, buddy. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I'd say wrap it up and let's not tell people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want other people judging my choices. This <laughs> yeah. How hot is he? Very? Like my kind of hot. So like <laughs> grimy and scary looking. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to have a sex scene in a movie. Do you think the guy gets a little bit hard? The Definitely. girl's thriving? Like you must tape it down. Yeah, there's like a sock or whatever you can wear. Yeah, but you must have to physically like yeah. like... Well, but maybe the physical restraints on it might make it feel better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know I definitely would get hard if it, that if I was in that sexy. I'd be like, oh, um, Well, man. everybody always says there's a thousand people around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm already, that's all I want. But dry <laughs> humping would equivalent. No. He's a nerd. That's a real nerd after sex question right there. She said she's been traumatized. Sex will never be good for her ever. 
Uh, one thing that this actress is good at is looking despondent. Yeah, I mean, that's why she got hired. 100%. She looks... Yeah. <laughs> but look how, like, destroyed she is by all this. And I th- and like... Uh, yeah. And then he's going to prostitutes to pass it along to make even a barrier. See the difference between men and women. She just had to go to a boat. <laughs> he has to go to prostitutes. Man, I'm horny. Let's go to the lake. Apparently. Nothing gets guys more ready for sex than... Floating on she water. She should have gone to a music festival. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is what she should have done. Welcome to festival. Yeah, she should have gone to festival. <laughs> she should have gone to a field trip. Now, field trip's a real virgin festival. Is that? I've never been. It's a vi- uh, I went with uh, Mall this year because she had like extra tickets. And I wanted to, I wanted to see Yaya's, which was cool, but yeah, cool. mostly she just wanted someone to go with. And there was not a whole lot of stuff I liked there, but it was a real, it was a dry festival, baby. I think it was a, there was no no one was that horny at this festival. I could be speaking out of turn, but I think there was a lot of tech issues with it. Was it raining this year? Yes. Yeah, there was issues with that festival because I knew people doing tech. Oh yeah, I mean any festival you go to where it rains, it's just it's just tough. Uh, I think like the yeah yeah sounded Are they good. Dating now? I mean. He would like that. But what does she want? She's broken. <sighs> Could it just be one movie where the girl gets what she wants? Satine got what she wants, but then she died of consumption. Because look who's behind them. Between their shoulders. Oh my god, is there someone following them? Yeah. They're both wearing white because they're not virgins anymore? Uh, I think it's the only time you see them wearing white of like they're different they're together so i i think it, this also leads into my thing of like i think it's about more than stis because that's the last wait shot. that's how it ends yeah or are they gonna die so um or david robert mitchell three I, names because maybe he'll be a serial killer <laughs> uh i think that's to my theory of like because that's the last shot and it's like they are the arc they go through is going from being individual and isolated to now, being together, to being together with their own horribleness. And by arc, you mean plot arc, because there was no, no facial arc in this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. See, my movies are all emotions and color, and Alex's movies are all dim. And <laughs> uh, I think this is like I. There was no color in this. Like there was color. Yeah. But it was all it's muted. It's uniform. Yeah. Uh, Starship Troopers is fucking bright. I loved Starship Troopers. I like this Disaster a lot. Masterpiece. He's great. Does the music. Um. What'd you like? What'd you think? I liked it. It was really short, it felt. Yeah. It's an um, uh, hour 40. Um, yeah. It was a completely inoffensive piece of art. I thought it worked very well. It was yeah. successful. The acting was fine. I feel like uh, I, 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 was, I, I picked this movie also being like, oh, it's mostly quiet, so we can talk through a lot of it. And I realized we need words. Like we like we're both very verbal. We need words to kick key ourselves off of. Well, to talk about yeah, what's going. I mean, I think it would have been scary if I watched it in theaters for sure. Oh, yeah. I think it's a very effective horror movie. I, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, I thought it was really good. It's oh my god, I thought that's that the person's name was Army. I was about to lose my mind, but her name is a- mm. Annie. Oh, I hiccuped really hard. Um. Army Hammer. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's 
I just, I didn't, it's not my favorite. No. It's very impersonal, but it's playing on personal yeah. things, which I think is very interesting. That's maybe my issue with it. I don't feel like I know anybody. No, I don't think I don't think it wants you to. And I think that's another part of my thing where it's like it's about more than STDs. It's like they are, these teens are isolated and and that sex is a cl- an act of closeness. Since the like it's a lo- the the monster's manifestation of of their anxieties about getting close to someone when for the past we'll say I'll say two years they haven't felt close to anybody. That most of their time they sit around silently. I don't want to be isolated in my life. I want to be with people. Yeah, we, neither do I. <laughs> oh, no. We've made a choice not to. Like it's. I think it's great. I don't know though. I'm not dating anybody right now. I gotta get on that. I don't want to be alone. <laughs> I don't think dating someone makes you alone or or unalone. You can be very very alone dating somebody. Dating yeah, dating someone. Believe me. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a cool movie. It's thought provoking. And what more could you want? Yeah. I think it's a good, it's a good one. It's a it's a different type of movie, I guess, than we've watched so far. And that and the, okay, you can see where I say like. Hold on, someone's name is Alessandro Pepe. I wish that was my name. It's almost my name. It's so close. Alessandro Pepe, Alessandro Tiboliti. What's happening? Am I this movie? Okay, <laughs> I, I gotta stop. Say what you were gonna say. Say what you were gonna say. Uh, remember I said like this kind of started the like, um, uh, uh, the like art horror. Uh, movement of like like that's the age of horror we're in now, and you can see what I mean by like, it's more of an art movie yeah, than a yeah, horror yeah. movie. Can I also say something though? Yeah, and I'll always do it from a feminist perspective. She needed a guy to help her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she needed her friends to help her. I think is more accurate. That's true, but he had sex with her. Yeah. That's my only issue. It's a heterosexual monster. It's very heterosexual. This is a very heteronormative film. Yeah. Like, once you get it, if you don't think about it past heteronormative sexual behavior, it's confusing. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like, could, like, is penetration the thing? And yeah. if you don't penetrate with a body part, is that does that still count? Like, is cum inside a vagina the thing that make it happen? I don't think it's very concerned with that. Because if, what if you come on top of her boobs? <laughs> Yeah, what, what if she's just real into what foot jobs? Yeah, what if you come, what if you come on her face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it only happens when you come on someone's face. If you, like, come on her back. Like, there's so many different ways that you could come. Yeah, yeah. Into your own hand and then rub it on her. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. That would be my fetish. Could you come into your hand and then just, like... <laughs> on my shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> just just lightly cake me. Yeah, just dust it on my shoulder. Hey, come come into your hand, and then I just have I have this tiny makeup brush. <laughs> sex is gross, and that's what it follows was all about, guys. Sex is gross, and if you have sex with someone, a ghost will follow you, and you'll mm-hmm. regret it. Uh, Don't lose your virginity. Abstinence is the only safe way. <laughs> I think that's what I learned from this movie. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like I, literally. I, I what a else? Lo- is a lot the of a lot of horror movies are kind of puritanical, um, but it's it's not. I don't think. Well, it's not. It's not trying to be. It's playing on the fear of the puritanical oh, stuff that oh, it's instills in you. Yeah, and horror movies have to have a strong moral code because that's uh, a part of the. Not. I don't think necessarily, but I think there was definitely. For, I think now no, but I would say for like maybe forty years, yes. 
I just think it makes your life easier in terms of building a world that's not like based on a book. Like if you're writing a creative story, it's like, okay, these characters believe this 100%. And then that just makes it. Yes. And then it goes They're always there. about something. I think a moral code now is less true. So I think, so the movie I really wanted to show you before this one, um, that came up before this one called Oculus. Oh yeah, I heard about this movie. And Oculus is really fun. I mean, we can good. watch this movie too. Is it too uh, similar to this one? I'd probably have the same thing. I'm planning on doing both The Talented Miss Ripley and The English Patient, which is by the same director. I mean, if you have different things to say, then sure. Oh, I got different things to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like, And we're doing multiple Nancy Myers movies and both Mamma Mia. Yes, okay, never mind. So I have a different code of rules on showing you movies than I do. Because I was like, I probably won't show you Robocop. I showed you Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. I mean, show me Robocop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Ocu- Oculus doesn't really have a moral center. It's more about like a personal view of the world. It's it's much more personal, of like yeah, it's through your eyes. Oculus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know this. Movie. It's a it, it, Oculus is about like two. I'm gonna explain this movie poorly, but it's gonna prove my point by how I'm explaining it. Of like two parents, um, have this mirror. They think the devil's coming through this mirror. Some some species come, some other world thinks through the mirror, and it causes them to like. Uh, uh, kill someone the kids grow up have other kids their kids get obsessed with the same mirror okay this sounds like another movie i heard and then there so then it's like oh are they obsessed with the mirror but it's kind of the major part of it is like oh more did we pass mental health issues from our parents down to our kids oh and like that's probably the more true reading of that movie but it is it never lets on that if the mirror is haunted or if it's not you know i think about that all the time because i come from a line of people with mental health issues yeah if i have kids yeah. should i have kids uh, the, and i think that's what the movie's playing on is like is that a moral center no it's playing on like a, just a fear well that's a moral dilemma i don't know i don't know moral, it's uh, that's like a philosophical call, yeah philosophical dilemma. i think i think that's more what but that's kind of based in morals a little bit because it's like yourself versus society like something yeah. like you personally really want to have kids but yeah, yeah. you know that that kid might not have a very nice life in terms of society's values because, like, we should be accepting of all mental health issues and yeah. stuff like that. I, I, don't, I don't think it has a moral center. I think it's like, – I think oh, – I think if, 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 if you look at, like, say, like, Friday the 13th, like, that is a very specific moral center of, like, you kids are drinking and fucking and you're going to die. Is Oh, my God. Is that what it is? I've never kinda, seen those. Yeah. And it's like, it's like that, like that to me is like when people say that, it's like a lot of older horror movies have That's that element to funny. it, but it's more playing on people's fear of like not following the rules and what's going to happen. That's funny. Whereas yeah. like more modern stuff is less concerned with that and more like, how do you feel personally about your life? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I yawned. Um, <laughs> well, then that would be a good way to write a horror movie is yeah. to have a, f- a strong, maybe morals the wrong word. A strong philosophy. Yeah. And then if everyone has a strong philosophy, you could build a horror movie around that because because it's it's in a world. Yeah. W- yeah. I, yeah. Think, I think that's that's probably like what I see in the more modern. The good art horror movies and then the bad art horror movies are probably the ones that are clearly separated by those things. Yeah. What's a bad art horror movie? Suspiria was really bad. Was it bad? Yeah, it was a big fucking mess. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. Mina saw it, and if she went to see it and I wasn't there, it's never happening for me. But I like the idea of it. The idea is good. The 70s one is uh, accidentally good. They don't think they intended it to be good in the way it was. It's like the movie is kind of misogynistic, but it knows it is. 
Does it though? Yeah, it, I I would say it does. I just I feel say, like become, most movies it's become are become a like it's become like a feminist movie because of the horror is from the misogyny. Oh, okay. Uh, so like, the movie itself is misogynistic, quote unquote, but it's like that's what the horror is from. Ah, like Mad Men? Not. We didn't learn enough. Mad Men was too much. <laughs> um, I have real problems with Mad Men. But the remake of it kind of opens with like, yep, this is an occult dance studio, whereas the 70s one is you learn that through the film and it's just oh, a it f- opens with you knowing that it's pretty much yeah i thought the whole thing was like the trickery of like her being like <laughs> don't you that's, that's, so, a, that's a 70s one that's so dumb because you already have the new person coming in anyways and that's like the definition of like okay well she's the audience and she's slowly learning along the way the so you don't need to tell them because then there's no stakes and then it's like yeah. oh is this a they, cult? they they build this like they kind of work from the understanding of that you already know it and that you you're into it that that it's it's like they're still the similar things happening where they they're lying to her. Is this movie just about Wiccan? Yeah, it's 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 a fucking mess. Like it's two and a half hours in a fucking mess. Is it just it a girl discovering uh, the art of Wiccanry? I don't know. What kind the, of yeah. The religion of being Wiccan and she likes it. Kind of yeah. It's it, it it's about like the bigger ideas like believe women, but it doesn't really play that off. Although it does have one of the hardest funniest jokes I've ever seen at like two hours and twenty nine minutes. It's a hard actual joke where at the end of the movie, uh, I'm not going to explain too much, but a bunch of people die in this like hidden chamber underneath the dance studio. And then it goes to the next day and they're telling, like a, a teacher's telling the kids, it's like, we read to inform you that like Madame Blanc is no longer with the dance studio. And like, oh, that's so sad. And also these people have left. And they're like, oh no, oh no. Did they leave because they could get died? They, got, they, they died in the, down, in the okay. downstairs chamber. And then it hard cuts to the downstairs chamber of all these people frantically trying to clean up all the blood. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and Tilda Swinton is the one giving this news, I hope. No, Tilda Swinton's one, the one who died. Oh. Are you ones. giving away major spoilers? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's a bad movie. Kalenko! All right, we're done here, right? <laughs> yeah, we do. I got enough to work with. Well, yeah, yeah, we're good. Um,. I think it was good. I, I like higher emotion. I know yeah, fear I is an emotion. I didn't feel like you were gonna love this one, but I felt I like didn't you, hate I, it. I, I felt like I felt like you'd find interesting. Oh, I, I found it interesting, and yeah. I'd watch. This is a movie that I could watch by myself, no problem. I mean, that's not true. I'd be scared, but I mean, like I'd put it on and I would leave it on. Yeah. Whereas, like a uh, uh, they live yeah, probably you, you uh, uh, a rounders. Mm, well, mm, that's not true. I feel like rounders. Rounders was what I thought you might click into, but then I forgot about all the gambling stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, I yeah. would have gone to the theaters for that if I was allowed to, um, just because of the actors. Yeah. Hey, a politician came out this week saying that he was a gambling addict. I can't remember his name. Um, a Canadian politician. Here, I'll tell you right now. And um, at the Beaverton, everyone was pitching ways to parody it. And then I had to say, yeah, yeah. guys, maybe we don't. And I felt kind of embarrassed having to like tell people, tell people. Not, not embarrassed. I have no problem explaining. That it's kind of like you felt like you rained on a parade. Yeah. I is I know who's there, and I have a feeling that uh, well, the headlines weren't good enough to support that. Yeah, Raj Gruwal is the name of the guy, and he dropped out of the Liberal Party. <clears throat> but he he said he's the whole thing. I was like, what? My whole thing with with it was like, listen, is this just a PR move with him saying that he has a gambling problem, mm. or because the way that you know when like actors get caught cheating and they say they have a sex addiction, it's like, mm, 
do you have a sex addiction or are you just using that as a PR move? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, if this dude show uh, like, let me look into him. Like, I want to see how shitty he is. But then again, it probably stems from his gambling addiction because having a gambling addiction makes you shitty. It makes you a liar. Mm-hmm. So he should not. He should resign. Anyways, long story short, gambling addictions are bad, you guys, and they're real. That's yeah, the difference. Yeah, yeah. People don't believe that they're real. Yeah, yeah, and that's why making jokes is like not helping the cause. Uh, I, I feel there's there's probably a good gambling addiction joke in there. I I don't know what it is though. I know people were saying like two to one odds that he'd resign or something. Yeah, I feel like that. that that's, that's obvious. They were fine. That's they an obvious bad. joke, you know. Listen, we're all doing our best. We're yeah. all working at what we can do. All right. All right, I love you. Bye. Bye, we're all doing our best.